It is a little strange to dispense a prescription without paper for the first time, but once you've done it a few times, it becomes part of your normal process. And it is great not having to handle a repeat or have to stick any claim or duplicate stickers on paper. Hi, I'm Jason Brutuskins, Product Manager at Fred IT Group and proprietor of Anglesey Pharmacy. And you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. Electronic prescribing has been on the horizon for some time now, but what exactly is it and how will it impact the community pharmacy industry? Electronic prescribing is essentially an initiative that provides an option for prescribers and their patients to use an electronic, as opposed to paper, pharmaceutical benefits scheme PBS prescription. Electronic prescriptions form part of the broader digital health and medicines safety framework, and the benefits will include greater choice for patients, improved efficiency in prescribing, and reduced errors in dispensing. To take us through exactly what's going on in the world of e-prescribing, we're joined today by Jason Bratuskins, a pharmacy owner and product manager for Fred IT Group, who is supporting the rollout of this new and exciting technology. Here's Jason. Jason, thanks for joining us on the show today to discuss what is clearly an exciting and and rapidly developing area in the healthcare industry. To set us up, firstly, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional background? Thanks, Daniel, and great to have the opportunity to chat about e-prescribing. I'm a pharmacist and work at Fred IT as product manager, looking after the clinical products, primarily on our new dispense product called Fred Next Dispense. I've spent a fair amount of time um, at Fred as well in the past, helping set up ERX Script Exchange, as well as many other exciting innovations over the years. I also own a pharmacy, that's Anglesey Pharmacy, which is down the Great Ocean Road in Victoria. I've had that pharmacy for around 15 years, as well as previously being part owner of three other pharmacies before starting at Fred. So I wear many hats and all this helps me to see how initiatives like e-prescribing fit into the pharmacy technology world, as well as the practical and real pharmacy world. Yes, very well placed. And whilst the listeners will all be familiar with the current system of physical paper prescriptions, and some of our listeners may also be aware of the script exchange system, electronic prescribing, it represents a completely new and innovative technology. For those that might still be a little unfamiliar with the idea and the concept because it is emerging, what is an e-prescription and how does it differ from our current system of prescribing medicines? You're right. The paper prescription system has been around for many years and as pharmacists, we're all very familiar with that system. The advent of ERX Script Exchange around 10 years ago brought about a parallel electronic system that provided many benefits to the paper system. Things like safety by reducing transcription errors, and many efficiencies in the actual dispensing process. In this parallel system, the paper is the legal document, but in e-prescribing, the legal document is the electronic record that is held in the prescription delivery service, and they are ERX Script Exchange or MeSecure, and means that we now move into the world of paper optional prescriptions. To give you a quick overview of what happens, the patient goes to their doctor, and then the doctor's got the option to print a traditional paper script or to create an e-prescription. The patient receives a link to that e-prescription via an SMS or via an email or with a QR code printed on paper. 
at the pharmacy, that QR code is scanned and then processed in exactly the same way as an ERX script is done today. If there's any repeats, they're sent to the patient in the same way, either via SMS, email, or with a code printed on paper. Electronic prescribing is clearly a huge step forward for the industry and in line with digital technology capability today. As healthcare professionals, obviously one of the primary concerns for community pharmacists is patient care. How do you see e-prescriptions benefiting the patient? Well, e-prescriptions mean that a patient's prescriptions behave more like other familiar systems out there. For instance, electronic boarding passes for airline travel or electronic tickets for a concert or event. Eventually, it will mean that they can manage their prescriptions via an app and hopefully lead to the end of that phrase, I've lost my prescription. So following on from that, there's benefits, obviously, for the patients. What sort of advantages do you see for pharmacies in adopting the system in terms of their business operations? Well, for pharmacies, the benefits start with having no paper to deal with. So that's a huge bonus. This means not only during the dispensing process, but also afterwards in storage and archiving. It means no paper repeats to print or handle and no more tearing of that pesky paper edge on the repeat. (laughs) There's no staples and more broadly, a better way to manage prescriptions for patients. It sounds like patients and pharmacy staff are set to benefit hugely from the transition to e-prescribing. As with all big industry changes, there there can be drawbacks that, that come with the advantages and things for people to either learn and adapt to. What obstacles do you see there being in the way of rolling out this technology to the wider pharmacy community? Well, it's worth noting that e-prescription functionality will gradually roll out, so it shouldn't be a huge change. In the pharmacy, there might be some hardware changes required, maybe an upgrade to scanners or maybe to screens to optimise the way that these new e-prescriptions are visualised, but this is going to vary from pharmacy to pharmacy. It's also a new way of processing prescriptions, so the challenge will be how the change management is handled as we start to see more e-prescriptions appear. Now, Jason, I understand that you've actually already been utilising and testing e-prescriptions at your Anglesey Pharmacy in Victoria. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and how it has benefited your interaction, not only with your patients, but with the wider health network and the prescribers? Yeah, we've been lucky enough to have our local doctor's clinic start producing e-prescription tokens for some patients. Patients have really liked the concept and they almost expect that this is the next natural step for how they handle their prescriptions. The doctors have been enthusiastic and they've really embraced the trial, providing the e-prescription tokens for those patients that really want to participate. And yes, it's not for everyone, but they can still print a traditional paper prescription. At the pharmacy, we've now seen how these tokens are presented and have experimented with how to take in those e-prescriptions using Medview Flow using different combinations of hardware and scanners. So we've mucked around with flatbed scanners, we've mucked around with wireless scanners, we've mucked around with iPads and various um, handheld devices to see how they all um, behave and, how, and what we can cope with. In the dispensary, we've been using Frednex Dispense combined with Medview Flow to see how it can help us manage not only incoming e-prescriptions, but paper prescriptions as well. It is a little strange to dispense a prescription without paper for the first time, but once you've done it a few times, it becomes part of your normal process. And it is great not, in, not having to handle a repeat or to have to, or, or have to stick any claim or duplicate um, stickers on paper. Jason, the current pandemic has certainly shot a spotlight 
on our need to start thinking about digital enablement in community pharmacy even brighter and no doubt help to prioritise the rollout of electronic prescriptions, particularly from a government policy perspective, what is the general timeline we're looking at? How far away are we from e-prescribing becoming the norm in our industry? And as you said, not it just being unique every now and again. There's certainly been a large change to how prescriptions have been handled as a result of the recent legislation updates during the pandemic. Not only did we have to, um, or pharmacies in general, have to deliver more prescriptions, we also had to receive prescriptions via fax and email and phone and at Anglesey for us via e-prescriptions. There's certainly a push to roll out e-prescribing, but we need to make sure that everyone's prepared. So that's not only patients, but doctors and pharmacies and everybody else involved in the process. Software vendors on both the doctor side and the pharmacy side need to make changes and ensure their customers are ready and only then can a general rollout occur. The government's establishing something called the Communities of Interest um, from this month to help to prove that the various combinations of prescription delivery services, so that's ERX and Medisecure, the prescribing software vendors, the dispense software vendors and other interested parties all integrate smoothly and everything goes as planned. It's also worth noting that this first rollout is using something called a token model, where a patient receives a link to their prescription that resides in the prescription delivery service, and they get that link via SMS, email, or printed on paper. Now, whilst this can work for patients with infrequent need for prescriptions, those with many prescriptions to manage will benefit from the active script list model, where patients can opt into a service like my script list to centrally manage their prescriptions without the need for tokens. It's sort of like a cloud list of active prescriptions. And so how does this work? Once a patient has set up an active script list, they control who has access to the list. They need to allow access for their doctor and their preferred pharmacy. In the pharmacy, we'll access this list and then add their available scripts they want dispensed to our workflow queues and then send any repeats back to the active script list. That this means if the patient goes on holidays, they can give temporary access to a pharmacy to get their script dispensed. I believe the plan is to go through a progressive deployment in a steady and managed way through September and then beyond. As to will it become the norm in our industry? Well, eventually, but for the foreseeable future, there will be a place for the paper prescription. It's just when that tipping point occurs, like it's happened, although really slowly, for check payments as we've seen in community pharmacy. You mentioned at the start of that answer about pharmacies preparing and changing and the industry as a whole preparing and changing. So while as you rightly say, we won't be seeing a complete transformation from paperless to electronic next week, pharmacies and health professionals really should start thinking about how they can prepare their businesses and also their staff for electronic prescribing. What do you see some of the key requirements being around this technology and, and how can pharmacies begin to action themselves to meet these requirements? And I suppose finally, are there any resources available to, to help businesses in this regard? Pharmacies really need to start thinking about how they're going to take in e-prescriptions when they start coming into the pharmacy. For instance, how are the staff going to scan a phone? Like what if a scan, what if a phone's broken? What sort of phones will it be? How the patients will present them? How will the dispensary handle a token coming in by email that's been forwarded by a patient? How are they going to handle a mixture of e-prescriptions, a mixture of barcoded paper prescriptions and handwritten prescriptions? 
there's a few other things that pharmacies can start getting organised right now. They need to have the government's health identifier service running to participate in e-prescribing. This is also used in the interaction with the My Health record. They need to be connected to a prescription delivery service, so either ERX Script Exchange or MediSecure, and make sure that it's actually working properly and that the local doctors are also participating and that the doctor's barcodes are working successfully. If they're not, this is the time to get it fixed in preparation for e-prescriptions arriving. To find out more, um, probably start with the Digital Health Agency website. There's information on the PBS website and the Guilds website, of course. There's lots of information on the ERX Script Exchange website and the dispensary software vendors' websites like Fred um, have a comprehensive amount of information on them as well. Jason Protuskins, that was a great chat. Really short and sharp and insightful. You're the product manager at Fred IT Group and proprietor at Anglesey Pharmacy. Thank you so much for coming on the show and discussing e-prescribing with us. Thank you very much. While we won't be jumping into a paperless world tomorrow, it is important for the community pharmacy industry to begin preparing for electronic prescribing. This will involve a consideration of existing software and hardware capabilities and how e-prescribing may influence your engagement with the wider health network. With big changes come big questions and there are many resources available to help guide your journey toward the world of paperless prescriptions. For an e-prescribing checklist and guide, as well as answers to FAQs, visit fred.com.au. For more information from the government, visit health.gov.au and search electronic prescribing. The Pharmacy Guild is also committed to ensuring you stay up to date on the rollout of e-prescribing and enabling pharmacies to become more digitally effective. For more information, visit guild.org.au and search electronic prescribing. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 49 of the PBCM podcast. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.